Welcome to the After Dark Podcast with Anthony James and Conrad. This is an extra episode for your YouTube comments because Anthony James and Conrad could not stop rambling on. What a pair of schmucks. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Hello, welcome to a supplemental After Dark podcast where I'm going to go through with Conrad. Hello. That's him. We're going to go, <laughs> we're going to go through some extra questions uh, that we didn't get around to in the actual main podcast. Uh, and hopefully we'll be able to get some more theories out of him. That's what we all want anyway. All right, Conrad, you ready? I am ready. A stranger from the outside. Right. Um, first question comes from Jamie Jet or Jamie Jet, I suppose, um, who says, who is Conrad's favorite character so far? And what predictions does he have for said character? So this, we're honing in on particular characters now. So choose one and then you can okay. sort of give your ideas of where they'll go. Um, okay. So I, I think, well, I, I'll probably have to stick with my theory for the moment. Cause I, I really, I do really like Ellie, but I don't really have any ideas about what's going to happen okay. with her at the moment. So except I think for I'm the probably... fact that, except for the fact she's not deaf and dumb. Yeah, she's not deaf and dumb, and she's also a criminal mastermind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so not not many I, not many ideas. No, just small, just small little small little things. Um, I think I'll probably say Enos to in keep, keep it with the theory I have about her becoming Mickle's mum, and I think she's. I, I'm really interested to see what happens between her and Mickle as she learns about where he's come from and tries to help him get back to where he's come from because i can see if if my theory does pan out i can see so i'm already like 100 percent bought into this theory i can see <laughs> there being really interesting dynamics where she's she comes to love him as a son but is also for his own sake trying to get him to leave her forever um to to go back to his correct time so i i think that there's a lot of really cool drama that could be mined out of that dynamic and i i'm really interested to see where that goes in in terms of you know the sort of crazier time travel stuff i don't know how much of that enis is going to see although the yggdrasil if it is yggdrasil box certainly implies that she 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 gets into some time travel hijinks uh or is at least aware of them but um i think i think the drama in enis's um in enis's uh story is going to be really fascinating okay awesome uh, next question. We've got quite a few questions this week, which is absolutely great. I'll try and get through all the questions every week, but uh, it's absolutely great. So I'm going to keep, go through a bit quicker this, uh, for, the, okay. for the rest of them, okay? Um, but, you know, if you want to ramble for half an hour... I'm sure, I'm, I, 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 I know no other way. I'm sure, I'm sure that, that uh, everyone will appreciate that. So uh, the top noob pro, who we've had questions from before, says, yes. uh, what do you think of the world building in 1986? What do you think is similar or different between 19... Uh, sorry, uh, 1986 and 2019, I suppose. Uh, do you think, and do you think the mystery of the cave will be uncovered? Um, There's two questions there, but so I think the 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 80s feels it feels very real to me. Um, I think the the inclusion of stuff like the school buildings essentially being the same um, is both a kind of smart choice from uh, from like a budget standpoint because obviously you don't want to find two locations but also it really like 
um nails that feeling of going back to your old school when when you're like in your 30s or whatever yeah. like you know it, the buildings don't change you just get older um and, and I, I per, just to add say something about that personally i mentioned in the first episode my general job is a teacher and i have actually taught in the school that i went to as a teenager and so i've actually got that same experience you're talking about on another yeah. on a meta level and it is very strange. And I yeah, think they, they, they do sort of hit on that well in the show. Yeah, and it's, but I, I really like that kind of world building rather than they do, you know, a bit of the 80s tropes of, you know, having Mikkel turn up in the 80s and there's that sweet bike that wouldn't actually exist in 2019 and <laughs> uh, and Jana's watching a really 80s commercial. But I think the way they kind of, the, the way they do it is very subtle, which I appreciate because you can tell mm-hmm. it's the 80s, but you can tell it's the 80s because you know it's the 80s rather than because they're, you know, blasting 80s jams all over the place and yeah. everyone's rolling around with like flock of seagulls hair and stuff. Um, and sorry, what was the other question? Uh, do you think the mysteries of the cave will be uncovered? Ah, uh, um... I'm getting less and less sure about that because if my theory about Mickle becoming Michael are true, then he never found the crossing, which mm. means he had 33 years of trying to solve that mystery and he never did. So I, I wonder whether the mystery of the caves will actually be solved or whether it will be kind of wrapped up into a bigger mystery that will supersede it in importance. Interesting. Okay. Um, another couple of questions we'll just go through really quickly here because um, the top new pro is a load of questions here, which is great, but we'll just go through them quickly. So if you've seen a show that's a little bit like Dark in the past, like say one show that's a little bit like Dark, what would it be? Um, I mean, probably Stranger Things, I guess. It doesn't really hold up, actually, thinking about it, because fir- apart from the first episode, it's not that similar. Um, mm. Lost, I guess, is the other one. Yeah, probably. Okay. Like, lo- there's definitely some kind of tonal similarities with Lost. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, exactly. It's hard to do because you are really just going on th- themes and tones. You're not really going. Yeah. There's nothing really the exact same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, uh, yes or no? Do you think that the rest of Dark will be able to stay great for you? I.e., do you think that they'll not disappoint? Uh, I think so. Yeah, because the stuff I like about it is not stuff that's going to disappear. So it's not, it's not just the fact that it's um, you know got lots of really interesting hooks and and uh, ideas within the plot that interest me it's also just really well written and presented and I'm a, I'm a sucker for something that's that's well written and also for things that you know have nice photography and good editing so I, I 100% think they can good stuff um then they've actually got a question for me here oh, oh you know first person we're four episodes in finally someone wants to ask a question <laughs> so uh, thank you very much yeah, I'm very flattered um and they say top new pro again he says I say he, sorry, I'm assuming it's a he. That's bad of me, sorry. It's um, Top New Pro. They say, how do you feel that it's been one month since Dark Season 3 was released? So I think that it's asking sort of, does it feel like it's been a month? Um, so you know how like when you look back in time, sometimes it seems like it was just yesterday. Yeah. Um, for me, it, it's a bit of both. It feels like just yesterday um, because it feels like it went really quick. But I only started YouTube six or seven weeks ago. I started YouTube about three weeks before uh the start the, the season three came out because i wa- personally i wasn't i wasn't happy with uh the options that i had on youtube that well it, to, to to sort of watch dark you know i've watched youtube for years um i've always wanted to have a voice on youtube i suppose and put my th- ideas out there but it was this that kicked it into gear to make me do that because i didn't basically i wasn't i wasn't the way i've put it before is the itch wasn't scratched for me in terms of dark content on youtube 
Yeah. And uh, there's a few people who do it who are doing really well. So uh, Pete Peppers does well. Um, Lucifer Means Lightbringer, who's a um, Song of Ice and Fire YouTuber who has a second channel called Sick Podcast Creators Est. Uh, so I think I think there are, there is stuff there, but it just wasn't. It's scratching the itch for me. Um, so I decided to do it, and I, to be honest with you, I'm not the type of person who would who's going to make like a, a thousand subscriber thank you video. Like I'm not I'm not going to do that. But <laughs> I just I'm very very thankful for you know the the growth that I've seen in the first six seven weeks. Like it's it's absolutely ridiculous the support that I've I've got, um, and I'll just keep making good stuff. So thanks very much everyone, uh, and thanks to Top New Pro for asking. Anyone else wants to ask me a question? I'm all ears. So uh, one last question from the top new pro. What do you think goal, the uh, goals that the characters will have? So I think we'll sort of maybe skip this part of the question. Sorry to be rude, but I think we will. But what I, what I like is the second part of this question. Someone asked you this a few weeks ago, and I, I wasn't, to be honest with you, Conrad, I wasn't satisfied with your answer. Oh, no. So we'll try and do a better answer this time. Because I think you took it as like a as like a physical distance, but the question is, how far do you think the characters will go to achieve their goals? I think it was asked about Ulrich in particular. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so uh, I think you just talked about like you think that he'll travel through time, but I, I think what they mean is like th- like in it's so in terms of going, how far do you think they'll go? What will they do? It, it, you know, will they do a bad thing? You know, that's sort of what I'm getting at here. Oh, okay. How much will they compromise their character? You mean exactly? Yeah. Um, what's that Ulrich specifically or just in general? Well, no, it was asked about Ulrich specifically before, but you can speak generally. I think, I mean, Ulrich is already committing crimes. So I, mm-hmm. I think he, I, I could see Ulrich killing someone if I'm honest. Like he, <laughs> he, he seems like he has that in him. Um, so I, I think I, a Katarina, it's so so hard to get a read on her because I haven't really seen much of her yet. So I'm not sure what she'll do. But Ulrich, I can definitely see him like fully becoming a criminal, like just leaving the police life behind and and you know ke- ending up killing someone from the nuclear plant or taking someone hostage violently or something like that. Um, I think. Well, I mean, but we don't really know anyone who's kind of been pushed to that level of desperation yet. I guess Yanis's mum, we haven't really met. But um, it's it's it, I I'll be interested to see if the show like fully explores what it means to 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 lose a child in that way um, because it, I could I could definitely see anyone who who goes through that behaving in that kind of way and then being like pushed to those extremes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Jane Choi. First of all, Jane Choi makes a comment that says Odor and Freese, the two creators, need to hire Conrad for the next show. Oh well, Baron, if you're listening. I'm available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got, lunch. He, he's got your number. <laughs> uh, then Jane says, um, uh, she says that she she is she suspects that you'll theorize on these questions anyway, but we'll see. Number one, what are Noah's motives for Elizabeth or Yasin? So basically, what is what do you think Noah's motives are with these children? Well, assuming that he also sent Mickle back, I think it's safe to say it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't see but i i think and eric that, and eric i suppose and eric yeah we just forgot um, about him we forgot about him who cares about eric <laughs> he's yesterday's news um yeah i think i mean he, so it's it's kind of a, it's it's two layers of evil to me because not only are they sending kids back in time they are um 
also they seem like they're kind of grooming them for doing it because they're meeting them and kind of getting to know them before they do it um or that that's that's my read on it so i mean my theory with the the hooded guys is that they're some kind of order who are committed to maintaining a certain timeline by sending kids back in time to fulfill certain roles or something like that Mm. but obviously they're doing it against or not no i mean they're definitely doing it against these kids wishes um but they're also you know just completely disrupting these these families what as to why they're trying to maintain a, a certain timeline or, or or ensure certain actions happen or certain people are born i'm not sure but uh that's yeah i think there's there's some kind of of um timeline that these guys are trying to preserve and yasin and and elizabeth are gonna fulfill roles in that um that we're yet to see mm, interesting uh Okay, so second question from Jane says, um, oh, actually, I forgot to put it, put it at the end of that question. She puts a little comment in, which is great. She says, uh, isn't it quite creepy that a grown man would give a memento to a random child? Yeah, it is. It's hella creepy. Like they, it's that, I, I kind of, when I, when I started this episode to, to give you a glimpse into how my brain works, I was like, okay, this guy's future Mickle. He's setting up this Vanis Mickle uh, display in regina's hotel not for himself but because he knows someone else is going to go and stay in that room and he wants them to find it and it's all some it's all some like long play to help guide someone from the present along to finding mickle and getting him back to his correct time but now i don't know what he's doing he's just he's just stealing kids i don't know like he's awful awful man don't trust Uh, Noah. okay number two how does halga come into noah's plans he seems to know Noah and whatever he was and whatever he's planning. Yeah, because he is he is uh, saying to him, saying all the time, "I need to tell him to stop." Maybe he's referring to Noah. Maybe not. But what do you think? I I think uh, yeah, Helga. Based on I, I still haven't really figured out his ear, but I think someone may have tried to do this to him and like botched it, and that's why his ears all messed up. Um, so that's how he knows Noah. Um, and and that's probably why well i think i think based on how he was in 1986 he, he was probably a little bit um like slow or you know a, a little bit had had some mental problems before th- this ever happened to him but but the the process of him being sent back in time while well, someone attempting to send him back in time mm-hmm. uh definitely didn't help uh and that that kind of tipped him over the edge so that, i think he i think that's how he knows noah and i think he's maybe also suffering i think the implication is he's probably suffering from from dementia or something like that so he's kind of fighting all these all these things inside his head but inside him is also a person who knows what is going on and is desperately trying to get his body and his mind to work uh together so that he can actually stop it which you know for for all the fun that i make of helga he's one of the most interesting characters because he definitely knows something yeah interesting uh, one thing i will say about what you just said is did i hear you right in that you said that you think maybe halga was potentially a victim of these hooded figures at some point and they botched it is that what you're saying yeah yeah oh, that's okay. that's that's how i think his ear got messed up um I, i'm not sure how you could botch it but um but the fact it's kind of the the, the wound on his ear seems to mirror uh, the not not exactly because obviously their whole faces were burned, but yeah. it seems to sort of slightly mirror the the bodies that have been found. Makes me think that maybe someone had try, tried to do this to him, or maybe he was like an early test subject, um, and and that's contributed to to how he is now. Interesting. Okay, cool. Uh, Robert Barnt says, 
Did you? No, I th- oh, this is this is the uh, comment that we mentioned in the main episode um, about the Franziska's German class. Okay. Where, yeah, it was was it Goethe. Uh, Goethe. Goethe. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so basically, I wanted to know what did you think about this topic being discussed. I think we've covered that. Um, it says. I, thought, uh, I mean, I can, sorry, go on. I was going to say, what, and they, but they've added into there. What do you think the significance of that sort of terminology that was being used has to the epic? the episode and the, potentially to the series overall well so i think uh, like as soon as they started as soon as they, they they mentioned that it was goethe that they were they were reading i immediately started thinking of faust and faustian bargains um you know it's kind of selling your soul to the devil for, mm-hmm. for power or something like that and kind of like i said earlier i don't know if because what they were reading wasn't faust i don't know if um that will come into dark in some way or whether it is very specifically just looking at the themes of of the uh the i can't remember what it's called now i've got it written down it's the seaside something some oh the sea voyage the the poem mm-hmm. um but i think you know there there are enough people in this episode both in voiceover and this teacher talking about this poem talking about things mirroring each other and mm-hmm. and how the beginning and the end are essentially the same thing uh, which is also mirrored in the norse mythology nine worlds yggdrasil stuff i was uh talking about with yeah. you know ragnarok basically leads to the world getting recreated that i think the idea of something being mirrored and being set in a constant cycle is is thematically very important to this i don't fully know how yet i i, I wonder if we're going to get to the very end of season three and everything's just going to reset <laughs> but uh <laughs> um but yeah i think it's i think this is just used to kind of compound those themes as far as far as i can tell at the moment cool 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 um next question from will duffy what do you think the biggest question of the series will be so maybe the biggest mystery, the biggest question. Do you think we've already we've already been told or already been alluded to the biggest question, or do you think there's something yet to come? What do you think the biggest question will be? I, I think there's something yet to come. Uh, now, now that I've kind of hit on this this theory that that Mickle becomes Michael. So my my first thought was uh, from the first few episodes was that the the, the plots of this um, first season was going to be getting Mickle back to his correct timeline which i mean i'm sure that will still be important for characters like ulrich and katarina but i think there's gonna like Jonas, for instance he doesn't really seem to be investigating the cave because he cares about mickle he seems to be doing it because it's a way of getting closer to his dead father um so he's kind of off doing his own thing and i think there's going to be a bigger mystery revealed i think it's going to be something to do with the caves and the nuclear plant uh i'm really hoping that we find out what the nuclear plant is hiding and mm-hmm. what's killing all those bloody animals <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my my big question at the moment is what is going on there and all, actually also who the who the hooded figures are i would lo- i really want to know that there's a lot of questions yeah yeah but as you say if there's multiple multiple and loads of these hooded figures maybe it's impossible to know who they all are but yeah that'd be yeah. great um, so Marvin asks, or oh, actually I say asks, it's funny, Marvin sort of puts his question in, in, a, in a sentence that says just what he wants to hear. So okay. <laughs> I, want, I want to hear Conrad's wildest and most detailed Noah theory just based on the two times you hear his name in episode four. <laughs> so okay. we've already sort of heard a bit of Noah theory, but if you just want to go off the deep end here, just go ahead. All right. I can do it. So have you ever seen Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> yes. All right, so you know how Trunks comes back in time from a from a from a distant future where the androids uh-huh, yeah. take over the take over the world. So I think I think Noah comes from a future where some cataclysmic event happens 
because of some minor minor thing in our present and he has formed a sort of uh, Templar-like order <laughs> of hooded figures whose job it is to maintain and alter where appropriate our current timeline to avoid this cataclysmic event <laughs> for the future <laughs> and that's where he got all his scars from because he's been fighting androids <laughs> in oh, the future like that, trunks from dragon ball z that is fantastic <laughs> <laughs> tell you a, a little side note on dragon ball z i watched that whole thing growing up as a child i tried to yeah. go back and watch it with my wife we got three episodes in and i, I was just like <laughs> Woof. i was just like i don't know if i could do 600 episodes <laughs> yeah there's a few there's a few of them and they, they, a lot of them aren't necessary yeah okay the one where piccolo <laughs> learns to drive isn't super important to be honest <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Thank you very much, uh, Marvin. I think that, that everyone's going to enjoy that answer. Uh, <laughs> Lucille Lacroix. I think I'm, I'm not well, pronouncing lovely. that. Good I'm pronunciation. Not, I'm not pronouncing that correctly, but we'll, we'll just continue. Uh, <laughs> very simple question. Who are your favorite characters for now? So actually just answer that quickly. Um, I know you, we, don't, we don't have to talk about any, any, any implications of these favorites. I think you mentioned earlier um, about, who did you mention about? in terms of being your favorite? Uh, I think it was probably Ellie, uh, Enos, and Mikkel, I think. Enos, yes, Enos. So Ellie, Enos, and Mikkel would be your favorites at the minute, would they? Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else. Um, probably not. No, probably those three for the, for the time being. I mean, Marta and Bartov seem to have just fallen off the face of the earth. At this yeah, point. I was thinking that this episode. Like, where the hell is Marta? Like, she's just, maybe she's off, like, trying to, she's hiding from Bartos, who's, like, hanging out outside her house. Yeah, just gallivanting. Oh, she, she's 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 actually in the bunker. We didn't see her. She was under the yeah. seat, <laughs> under the seat in the bunker, hiding from yeah. Bartos in a sleeping bag with just a bunch of like canned goods. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, okay. More generally, how do you feel the show handles the balance between the plot and the mystery, and also the character development? Um, or how do you think it handles the balance? So I think that that was an interesting thing about this episode. And also, you know, you might, I don't, I'd, maybe the people who are listening will pick up on this, but most of my like revelations and theories in this episode weren't actually born out of anything that was, or much that was revealed to me in this episode. It was more kind of reflecting on what I've seen thus far, um, which to, in some ex, in, to some extent made this one of the weaker episodes because mm -hmm. it was just character work but with that said the show is super well written um and really well acted so even when it when it sort of stops the 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 more compelling uh plot heavy stuff and actually does some character work it's still really really good um and i think the balance has been has been really really good so far like it's it's not really lean too heavily on one or the other i think mm -hmm. maybe the the um, second and fourth episode of the of the most sort of character or most character driven episodes, but there's there's bits of it in every single every single one. And and you know, for instance, if they wanted to do an episode, I don't know, where you just follow one character around for the whole episode, I could see them pulling that off, and I could see it still being really compelling. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's as you say, it all comes down to the strong writing. Yeah. Um, obviously, these are, these seems to be create creators who are able to form a, a great mystery narrative where you really want to know the next. But and it's but it's also a real credit to them that they're also able to do the subtle nuanced character stuff. It's just, yeah, totally. Like, and I think you know they just they know their characters and they believe in their characters. And obviously, they've got really really good actors um, playing them too. So it's it's yeah, it's a testimony to what they've created that it's not just it's not just compelling because you need to see what happens next in the plot. But you you can also take the time to to see what these characters are up to and and you know believe how they're feeling. Yeah, it's great. 
Right. Uh, only a couple more questions. Another one from Lucille says, uh, how do you think the podcast is influencing your experience of the show? Um, it's definitely making me analyze stuff more. Uh, I'm, I'm like watching it once raw, so to speak, and then going back again and taking notes. And then I'm kind of referring to my notes and like skimming through bits to just remind myself of what's happened. So I'm, I'm, I'm probably coming across either as like neurotic or far more intelligent than I actually am, or maybe far stupider than I actually am, depending on how much I get right. Um, but uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's an interesting way to watch something. Um, and it's, it, you know, it, it's also quite nice to have that anticipation back of, you know, only getting to watch, watch an episode, a uh, one episode a week. It reminds me of, you know, when I was watching Game of Thrones while it was on the first time. Yeah. Where you mm. might, you know, you'd have to wait eight months in between seasons or whatever. It's 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 quite nice to have that experience. Yeah, exactly. And it's not it's you know, as you say, it's few and far between these days. I just will say about you coming across more intelligent than you actually are. I just want to state for the record, in, <laughs> I, in real life, I know Conrad very well. He's an absolute schmuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm a complete moron. Did I, I use that word correctly? <laughs> <laughs> we should ask ask uh, uh, Baron von Odor and uh, Jon Tefries. Like, what's uh, what's uh, uh, the, what they intend it or what they think the, the use of the word schmuck in that scene uh, yeah. does to the character <laughs> yeah exactly uh right but I, i'm not i'm actually not convinced that uh francisca doesn't say schmuck herself she might I'll have to re-listen to that yeah it, it sounded similar but you know how it is when you listen to a language you don't know you don't know what's just sounds and what's not well, right i know i know like little bits of german so i do catch myself uh like listening in to the bits that i recognize um which is slightly maddening but also really interesting because you can hear like the different accents yeah yeah das machen trinks ein apfelsaft that's all i know <laughs> that's all i know you know that's three weeks of duolingo uh nice. right um what's your last question from marcy what's your guess on how many i like this question what's your guess on how many travel uh, characters will actually time travel throughout the series so, so far i think we've confirmed one maybe have we? Um, just, we've just, I guess. Well, I guess we've confirmed one. Like it's. I, I would say in my head, Mads definitely time travelled as well. But we're supposed to we haven't met Mads, so it wouldn't yeah. count him. Um, I think there's going to be a few. I think. I think Jonas is probably going to time travel at some point because he's he's too curious for his own good. Yeah, he's looking in the um, caves and stuff. Yeah, he's knocking around the caves. I think Ulrich may time travel. I think there's. I think there's going to be let's say in the whole series mm -hmm. i'm gonna say upwards of 20 <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> by the end of it there's gonna be no one left in vinden because they're all they're all bloody in the 80s yeah you think it's gonna be like that thing where you, you're sitting in the middle of the third season you look back to the first episode and you think how did we get here <laughs> yeah exactly yeah albert einstein is in this time <laughs> timeline <Yeah>. now <laughs> one of them's gone back to the bloody 50s yeah <laughs> right okay well that's great thanks very much everyone for your comments um hopefully we don't get no oh, i don't know what i'm saying hopefully we get as many as we get this week that we got this week but um, yeah, i love getting this many questions it's uh it, it makes me it gives me a chance to come up with wild theories like the the noah trunks theory so. yeah exactly and uh and you know and it also gets an extra video up that you guys can enjoy as well like we wouldn't have this extra video without all these questions so i as i, as I said I think in the episode, maybe even said at the start of this, I love the idea of you guys sort of forming Conrad's path through the show. If you want him to pick up on certain things, ask a question about it. So you can actually inform how he views the show as well, which I think is great. It's This is unlike any 
Like I know I'm I'm the one who came up with the idea for the podcast. <laughs> Let me just toot my own trumpet here. This is unlike <laughs> this is unlike any podcast I've listened to. And this is the exact sort of thing that I, if I wasn't making this, I would, I would be loving to listen to someone else making it. If you, do you know what I mean? I, I just I, I love the fact that I've hit on something here that I think really is identifying with you guys. Um, so as much input as you can put into it, the better. So keep asking the questions. Yeah, that sounds great. And yeah, just to reiterate what you said, like, thanks everyone for your questions. It really is, it does help me to kind of unpack my own thoughts a lot of the time. I think, you know, I, I come out of these episodes, particularly this one, feeling like my brain has been fried a bit because I'm taking so many notes and trying to keep so many theories clear in my head. Mm -hmm. And it really helps to have people maybe like pointing me in the right direction or indeed pointing me in completely the wrong direction to see <laughs> yeah. how wildly off the, off track i'll go <laughs> yeah all right that's what i want for next week can someone one person just come up with an absolutely <laughs> crazy question that is going yeah. to send him down a rabbit hole that doesn't have to yeah i'm more than happy as as i've already demonstrated if you give me if you point me at the rabbit hole i will dive down it like i've yeah. got no problem going down that bad boy you know preferably something about skeletor but you know <laughs> Listen, if they if you wanna if someone wants to try and sell me on the theory that this is all an elaborate setup, maybe Noah is from the Masters of the Universe future. Because that they go to Earth in that movie as well. <laughs> so, well you never you, know. you never do know. So if someone wants to sell me on that theory, I'm all ears. Fantastic. Oh there you go, I've said it again. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, Conrad, thanks very much. Uh thanks very much everyone. Leave a comment underneath. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and we'll catch you on Monday. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the After Dark Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode.